When we go out to eat, we never agree on where to go. I want burgers. Pizza. Tacos it is. The one thing we do agree on is we all want unlimited high-speed data. That's why we switched to MetroPCS. Stop by MetroPCS with the whole family and get four lines with unlimited LTE data for just $100, period. MetroPCS. Wireless. Figured out. Coverage not available in some areas. Offers require port and of number not currently active on T-Mobile Network. During congestion, the fraction of customers using more than 35 gigs per month may notice reduced speeds. Video streams up to 40p. No tethering. See store for details and terms and conditions. Love Talk Radio. You are solely responsible for your interactions with other listeners of the Love Zone USA. You understand that the Love Zone USA does not in any way screen its listeners, nor does the Love Zone USA inquire into the backgrounds of its listeners or attempt to verify the statements of its listeners. The Love Zone USA makes no representations or warranties as to the conduct of its listeners or their compatibility with any current or future listeners. In no event shall the Love Zone USA or Blog Talk Radio be liable for any damages whatsoever, whether direct, indirect, general, special, compensatory, consequential, and or incidental arising out of or relating to the conduct of you or anyone else in connection with the use of this service, including without limitation bodily injury, emotional distress, and or any other damages resulting from communications or meetings with other listeners of this service or persons you meet through this service. You agree to take reasonable precautions in all interactions with other listeners of the Love Zone USA, particularly if you decide to meet in person. In addition, you understand that the Love Zone USA makes no guarantees either expressed or implied, regarding your ultimate compatibility with individuals you meet through listening to The Love Zone USA. The Love Zone USA. The Love Zone USA.
Oh, let me adjust my mic here. All right, all right, all right. Sorry for the little noise. Welcome, welcome to the Love Zone USA. My name is Mike T. I'll be your host this evening. And as we said in the beginning of the month, it's going to be hotter than July. Is it hot enough for you? Well, we're going to make it a little hotter here today and this evening because we're going to be talking all about sex tonight with our uh, special guest, Dr. Sonia Borch. Dr. Sonia will be here in probably about a half hour from now, and we're going to talk about sex. Yes, indeed. And why are we going to be talking about it? Because, well, my, I've heard this many times, and I've heard it at the barbershop, and I know there was a young lady on my Facebook page that says it's a bunch of crap, but <laughs> here's the truth. Men cheat for various reasons. But you have to understand when they do cheat, a lot of times it's about sex or a lack thereof from what they're not getting at home. So that means the woman at home would need to have to put point her finger at self, as Michael Jackson would say, God rest his soul, look at the person in the mirror. Look at the person in the mirror. Now, many women want to accuse the guy and saying, well, he was getting it at home and, you know, it was his choice and he made the mistake and yada, yada, yada. And that could be true in many instances. But if cheating is about sex and men going to a mistress or someone else to have sex, then one should point their finger at self as well as the other person. Now, I'm not saying that he is uh, free of any guilt in this situation, but I will say that the woman needs to point the finger at home first. Because as Reverend Price put it, and I, I, I uh, have to agree with him, if a man, the reason people cheat, he said people, meaning men and women, is because they're not full. They're not full emotionally. They're not full mentally. They're not full sexually. They're not full compatibility-wise. And he made the statement one time that uh, really, whew, actually, I hadn't been to church in many years, and I said, I got to go back to church to hear somebody preach like that. He says, you know what? You can have your Thanksgiving dinner. And eat everything there. And have you ever been so full at a Thanksgiving di dinner with the turkey and the uh, macaroni and cheese and the dressings and the collard greens and the stuffing and the cranberry sauce and the apple pie and on and on and on. And he said, uh, have you ever been so full you had to push yourself away from the table? Have you ever been that full? You just couldn't eat anymore. Then he said, what is your favorite food? And while I was watching the broadcast, I was thinking to myself, Lobster and shrimp is my favorite. Oh, a little butter sauce, garlic, you know, cooking a little wine sauce. It's got to be done just right. Yes, indeedy, get me that. And put a little crab in there. That's my favorite. He said, but if you were so full that you had to push yourself away from the table, somebody could bring your favorite meal in front of you and you couldn't eat it. And I was thinking of somebody with a silver platter walking in front of me 
with uh, lobster and shrimp and crab meat after I'd had this great Thanksgiving dinner. And I said, you know what? The Reverend is right. The Reverend is right. I wouldn't have been able to eat it. And it's my favorite. What's your favorite? Steak, whatever it is. Fried chicken. What's your favorite? You couldn't eat it. If you had to push yourself away from the table. And then he followed up with this. And I'll just close with this. He says, you know what? And when a man is hungry, when a man or woman is hungry, they'll eat out of a garbage can. Hello. All right. (laughs) Can I get some church up in here today? (laughs) Here inside the love zone. Yes, it's the place where we educate, elevate, and we try to entertain as well. My name is Mike T, and if you haven't done it as of yet, be sure to go over to the Love Zone USA. That's where you can uh, hear the broadcast and see some of the uh, still shots that we'll be showing tonight. I'm getting ready to crank up the uh, chat room for those of you who want to get in the chat room and if you have a comment or question tonight. Yeah, I'm opening up the chat room now, and uh, we're going to get my producer here in a minute on the wheels of steel and see what's going on, but... If you understood where I was coming from, the question is, if you were that full at home sexually, would you go out and cheat? I know a lot of you women are going to say, well, the man, he was full and he still cheated. Yeah, there are exceptions to the rule. If I was that full where I had to push myself away from the Thanksgiving dinner table and I ate that lobster and the shrimp and that crab, I tell you, right now I'd be throwing up. I'd be throwing up. And if you know anything about sex, (laughs) as they say it in the... uh, the 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 uh, street vernacular. Well, ladies, if a man's nuts is empty, he could he couldn't he couldn't do anything anyway. How you doing? In the famous words of Wendy Williams. In the famous words of w- Wendy Williams, how you doing? So. Lack of sex, inadequate sex, maybe he was bored. Did you talk about it? Oh, the lady on my Facebook page said it was hot sex with her. Oh, the sex is hot. Oh, yeah, I, that's crap you're talking about. Mm. That's just his, you know, indiscretion to go out and you know, want someone else. That's his mistake because we having hot sex at home. Well, let me be the first to tell her, man is going to get his needs. He's going to get his needs done. You may think it's hot sex. He's going to get his needs done. The question is, have you talked to him? As I say on the show all the time, the three C's, communication, commitment, and compromise. That's what makes a partnership and a marriage. Jot them down if if you're new to the show. Commitment, communication, and compromise. And if you think just because the action and uh, I'm just going to be real with it. He busts his nuts, and you think you had hot sex. Did you communicate with him? Do you know what he likes? Do you know what his needs are? 
Have they changed through the years? Is he bored with the positions? Communication. Yeah, that's what caused the cheating, the lack of communication. Which you thought was hot sex. Because we're doing a show coming up soon called The Mistress. And you're going to find out from that show what you also might not be doing. Because the other woman isn't having a problem. The other woman is not having a problem. It's you. It's you. So take some stock. Check out this show. Listen closely. We're here to help you. That's what the love zone is all about. It's about creating better, committed relationships. Why? Because, to be honest with you, I'm tired of the 70% out there that's being single and raising these kids alone. Why deprive them of a two-parent household, a loving two-parent household? That's what we're trying to make a dent in. That's what we're trying to make a dent in. And with the power of the Internet, I feel we can. Call it a lofty goal. Call me crazy. You can call me anything you want. I've been called everything under the sun, so I can give a rat's ass what you call me. But that's what we're here to do, try to help. So if you listen tonight to our guests, you may get some insight as to what you might not be doing or what you could do better. That's what this show is all about. It's all about sex with uh, Dr. Sonia Borsch, and she'll be here in just a little while. But right now, hey, all I can say is, ladies, if you're going to do somebody and you're going to do it right and you want him to do you right, just say this to him with your very sexy outfit. Put it on, put the lights down low, and throw this song on. The next time you have sex, you're making love with your man. Right here inside the Love Zone USA.
Yeah, that's uh, Black Coffee and Superman featuring Lucy here inside the Love Zone USA with yours truly, Mike T. As we're going to continue with more music in just a bit, I want to tell you that uh, our topic tonight is all about sex with our uh, guest, Dr. Sonia. And um, the reason I brought this subject up and the reason I'm, I guess, positioning it this way is because the question is, ladies, do you know how important oral sex is to a man? Well, let's go back a few years. President Clinton, Bill Clinton, has it all. Wife, daughter, the presidency. And you say because of the man, his stupidity, it's always on him. Well, this man almost gave up the presidency, ladies, for some moral sex. Almost gave up the presidency oral sex now just so you know our guest has a book out yes she has a book out and the title of the book is all sex with a man he'll never forget all sex he'll never forget 52 ways of having oral sex with a man. Ladies, have you ever had oral sex 52 different ways with a man? If you have, give me a call. We want to know that you're out there because I don't think the phone's going to ring. 347-539-5729. Ladies, if you can think of 52 ways to have sex, oral sex with a man, I want you to call me, 347-539-5729. Anytime tonight, we're here till 10. Let me know. We want to know you're out there, if you're that knowledgeable and that good. Probably if she does know how to have oral sex 52 different ways, she's probably busy right about now, okay? <laughs> and she won't be calling in. So I don't I don't know that I'm going to get my phone line ringing with a woman who has that ability. But um, if there is one, feel free to give us a call. Like I said, Bill Clinton almost gave up the presidency for oral sex. By the way, if you do have to leave us for any reason, um, you can check us out on Stitcher.com. Just download the free app. Take it, take take the show on the go. I always say that. And you can listen to our podcast tomorrow on iTunes if you have to leave for any reason. Also, we are on TuneIn.com. For those of you who like to watch TV on the uh, PC with Roku, R-O-K-U.com. Well, if you go down to the music channels, we're there, TuneIn.com. Just type in the Love Zone USA. So that's how important oral sex is in a relationship. It almost brought down the presidency. So ladies, just remember that the next time that you're in the bedroom with your man, and that might be something that he's uh, interested in. So uh, be sure to uh, jot that down on your menu. We're going to head into some more music, and then we're going to come back. I think my guest is with us. And when we come back, we'll... uh, 
chime in with our guests. Right now, I'm going to take you on a little bit of a party with Beyonce here inside the Love Zone USA. You a bad girl and your friends bad too. Oh, you got the swag, saucy, dripping swag goo. You a bad girl and your friends bad too. Oh, you got the swag, saucy, dripping swag goo. Oh, I may be young, but I'm ready.
The variety of music is right here inside the Love Zone USA. That's the magic sound of uh, Brian Culbertson. A little bit of hooking up tonight. Yeah. If you think your man is hooking up on the side or hooking up, you know, uh, in any form or fashion, could it be that there's something lacking in the bedroom? Why does he have an affair? Do you think there's something lacking sexually? Is he bored at home? Is there a lack of interest? Have you guys been together so long it's just become routine? It's not exciting anymore? How many years were you together before he cheated? How many How many would you like to tell me? I'm still waiting for that call for the woman who can uh, name 52 different ways to have oral sex. I'm still waiting for that call. I, I told my producer, put her on immediately. Immediately. Still waiting for your call, ladies. So if you think you know 52 ways of having oral sex, then uh, phone line is 347-539-5729. Well, I am about to introduce our guest. Our guest tonight is uh, Dr. Sonia Borch. She has written various books on sex. She's what is known as a sexologist. She has a Ph.D. In, uh, in human sexuality and a master's in public health from the Institute of uh, the uh, First, the Advanced Study of Human Sexuality in San Francisco. And her master's degree is in communications from San Francisco State University. And uh, she's here with us tonight to talk about this subject of sex, which when you look in the news, it seems like most of these relationships are breaking up. Celebrities because of uh, potential extramarital affairs. Could that be? Could that be? Well, we're going to uh, explore that tonight. Yo, I don't think we should talk about oh, this. Come on, why not? People might misunderstand what we're trying to say, you know? No, but that's a part of life. Dr. Sonia, are you uh, with me? I'm here. Hi, Mike. Hi. How are you, doctor? I'm well. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm good, and I'd like to thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule to be with us tonight to lend some insight on this subject for our audience. Thank you. It's my pleasure. Oh, it's ours. Believe me. So, Dr. Sonia, let's let's get right into it. Why don't you tell the audience a little bit about yourself, and then I want to hit you with a few questions about your books. And uh... all right, my um, well, my name is Dr. Sonia Borg. Um, thank you for the introduction. You pretty much covered it. I am a sexologist, and I'm also a sex therapist. So I help individuals and couples um, overcome their concerns and address their their needs and issues that might be getting in the way of having the best sex of their lives. Now, a lot of times these issues are, are things that they might not even know of on the surface, and usually 
we can kind of discover them when we have some kind of sexual dysfunction or when something is really, really bothering us and we don't know why or we are very reactive with our partners. And, um, you know, a lot of things um, can come up in relationships, and I heard you talking a little bit about it. So what I help people do is uncover it and kind of like yank the issue right out of there and um, help them to have more peace and harmony in their lives, whether they're, you know, solo or um, partners. Okay. All right. Um, So since you deal with a lot of couples and when they come to you and they want to uh, straighten things out, I guess, at that point, do you ever run into relationships where the man has cheated? And, Doctor, would you tell our audience what is what is your finding in those instances where the man has cheated and now the woman and the man are back trying to resolve matters? Do you ever get instances where they allude to why they cheated and, and you're trying to work it out? And what would be the most common thing that you hear constantly when you do have the, those couples together? Okay. Well, um, I'll try to answer all of your questions, but if I, you know, um, if I don't answer it directly, it's okay to ask me again. I want to answer all your questions because they're all very, very good. So um, do do I know um, men who have um, come in, couples who have come in, and um, the man has cheated? Um, Yes, I have um, had cases where both men and women cheat, and statistics say that it's pretty much equal um, cheating with men and women. Um, But men and women will cheat for different reasons. Um, So, um, and it really depends on the individual. But what the, you know, the man will usually try to say is, you know, I'm not getting enough attention at home or, you know, um, they'll talk about the sex. Um, And what I can say about um, both men and women cheating in a relationship, um, whether they're married or um, in a committed relationship, they're they're breaking the commitment. And that's really, really hurtful for, you know, both parties. Um, But um, really the person that's breaking the commitment is really hurting themselves. Um, Mm. And because they're the ones that have to live with it. You know, they're the cheaters. And usually what I find is that they have, there's something in their minds that makes it okay. It's okay for them to cheat, you know, for whatever reason. It's not okay for you to break your commitment for whatever reason. There are choices. You know, there are choices. You can, you know, um, you could talk to your partner. There's a whole bunch of things you could do. You could even um, talk to your partner and make it so it's an open relationship, or you can talk to your partner and tell um, him or her what you need um, and what you like so that you are satisfied. But what I usually find is that um, uh, people um, are lacking in the courage. The cheater is usually lacking the courage um, to say what they want. And so they would rather, you know, get with, think they're getting what they want um, and cheating, um, uh, but not like you know asking for it and having that difficult conversation. And so they would rather like destroy and damage the relationship than having that difficult conversation. Okay, so you say there's a fear and a lack of communication there to have that difficult conversation, as you state. 
Yeah, for what you for what you need in the relationship. So if a man or a woman is saying, I mean, usually it's the man, you know, I'm not getting what I need and blah, blah, blah. I call BS on that um, because you should be asking for what you need, you know, and you should be communicating that. And what I usually find is that they don't have the courage to ask for what it is they want or need. They'd rather choose the option of trying to take what they, they think they want and they need. Um, and having, you know, both sides of it. But it's it usually ends up, you know, not so pretty. Um, that's not to say that there's a shared responsibility. Usually we can tell in a relationship when our partner isn't happy um, or isn't satisfied. You know, it, we can all tell that. Um, so it's up to both people to talk about it. And it's up to both people to communicate and, um, you know, share their responsibility um of sex and communication. So would you say now I've 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 frequented strip clubs and we're gonna talk about yeah. that because that's a thing in your book. Um I see men at the bar all the time. They're talking to these ladies who have just come down off the stage from dancing. And I've heard conversations where they're talking about the woman at home and what she's not doing or what she's not willing to do. Mm-hmm. And they're sharing this with uh, an attractive woman that they may know or may not know that well, but are willing to have what you call that difficult conversation with a very attractive stranger. Why do you think that they're willing to do that versus have it with well, the person that they chose? it's not a difficult conversation um, if you're talking to a stripper. I, you know, one of my first books was, um, and actually wrote my dissertation on um, strip clubs. And um, what, I, what I've known about that is that, and what I've come to find out is that, um, you know, it's a form of entertainment. These women are paid, they're professionals, and um, a lot of times, you know, they, they actually, they really enjoy what they do. They care and, and so forth. So it's kind of like um, a catharsis um, for the men to talk to these women. But this isn't the difficult conversation. This isn't... This is, you know, receiving attention to someone they're paying. <laughs> um, so it's not the difficult conversation. Um, the difficult conversation is going up to the person that you committed to and saying, you know, what I really like is um, when you touch me like this. What I really like is when you give me um, oral, you know, for no reason when I walk in the door. What I really, what I really love is this. And um, you know, and having that difficult conversation, I love it when you, you touch me here. It, um, it, it makes me sad and it hurts me when you say these things to me and it makes me not want to talk to you and um, I need you to listen and um, I really feel like I can open up to you and share these things to, with you uh, when you listen to me. And listening is part of communication. So, um, you know, that would be the difficult conversation. Right. Right. Okay, when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about the strip club as well as some other items in the book that uh, I chose because you have several, and I hopefully we can bring you back for talking about the rest of those books as well. I'd love to okay. do that. <laughs> Would you hold okay. on with me, Dr. Okay. Dr. Sonia? All right. Sounds good. 
All right, we're going to come back with Dr. Sonia, and we're going to speak more about her book uh, that she has available. And just remember, she's from the Happy Endings Company, so be sure to take note of that. We're going to give you her website. But the book we're talking about primarily tonight is Oral Sex He'll Never Forget. And ladies, if you want that real love, then all you have to do is do what Eric Benet says in this particular song. And fellas, this one's for you as well. Here inside the Love Zone USA, let's show you what real love is about. Here with Eric Benet.
Dr. Sonia here inside the Love Zone USA with yours truly, Mike T. Just want to remind you, you can go to thelovezoneusa.com and hit the broadcast tab, and you will be able to hear our broadcast as well as see some of the visuals uh, that my producer will be putting up. And one of them will be the book that we're talking about this evening, and that's uh, Oral Sex That He'll Never Forget. She's also written a book uh, for the female version. That's oral sex that she'll never forget. We're going to do that show up and coming soon. I'm I'm going to be curious to hear about that as well. <laughs> <laughs> so, Dr. Sonia, are you back with me? Good. Hi. Yes, I'm here. All right. Uh, let's get into the strip club, a place where men go to 
uh, have talks with strangers, attractive strangers. So you said that's because they don't have the courage to uh, talk to their mates and let them know what's going on and let them know what's wrong. And as you alluded to as well, uh, that we we should have some sense of knowing our partners. Do you think that there's that much faking going on that uh, that men can fake that well where they're going through the motions, they chose this woman, but yet they're not willing to have that difficult conversation? Is there anything that the woman can do to kind of detect that there's, before it gets to cheating, that, that he's in this state of, uh, I guess, just going through the motions uh, and, 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 and not, and there's something, something missing there. Oh, well, I just want to back up to the, the strip clubs. And men usually go to strip clubs because they want to look at beautiful women. <laughs> okay. They want to go there to look at beautiful women. They want entertainment. But um, the, what the, the topic that they're usually talking about is what, you know, their wives don't usually do at home and, you know, um, they're trying to get sympathy from the, the stripper, which they usually get. Um, but um, I think that's why, you know, but when men cheat, um, it's because they don't think that they have any options, any other options, and they just want to get what they can get, um, and they don't have that courage to really have that conversation and ask for what they want and need, um, whatever that is. You know, whatever that is, if it's a if it's a BJ, if it's oral sex, if it's, you know, whatever, um, or if they just need their partner to listen to them, um, usually it's because they have, it hasn't even occurred to them to have, to have that conversation. It's just um, not even in their awareness. So, so that's, you know, that's what I wanted to point out. I have nothing against strip clubs. I think they're, you know, they're fine if that's okay, you know, with both people. You know, there's actually couples that go to strip clubs together. Because true. they both find it arousing. Yeah. And I'm true. all for I'm all for um consenting adults. Um, you know, as long as they're not hurting themselves or other people, you know, to do what feels good and right. All right. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> um your second question is in reference to the Hummer. Now we we're, we're gonna the talk about Hummer. pleasurable things in your book that I guess that can make uh sexual oral sex. Better. So why don't you explain? Well, first, why did you write this book, Oral Sex That well, He'll Never Forget? Well, um, one of the reasons um, that I wrote this book, well, because um, there's uh, a lot of times, okay, a couple reasons. Um, oral sex is about gift giving. And um, when a man is receiving oral sex, he is just in the space of receiving, you know, when he is, um, and, and it's a time when he doesn't have to perform. So it's a real, real gift for a man to give him oral sex. And there's a lot of different, I think there's a lot of different techniques and um, a lot of different techniques and strategies to use that I think a lot of women don't know about. And if they knew that they can get pleasure from giving pleasure, a lot of women would be doing a lot more women would be doing it, and a lot more women would be having happier relationships because when a man is like I said when a man is re, um, receiving oral sex, he's just in a place of receiving, so it's like it's really like giving him a gift 
and he can just let go and receive. But during intercourse, he's having to kind of perform. He has to think about a lot of things, about pleasing the woman, about, um, you know, staying hard and erect. Um, and, you know, there's all kinds of things and lasting a long time mm. and not mm. coming too soon. So when he's just receiving oral, he's just enjoying himself. So, um, And um, I think there's a lot of reasons to get oral sex. And so um, one of the reasons I wrote it is because if a woman knew um, that if she could feel really, really sexy and beautiful giving the ass, even, you know, learn how to climax herself while giving him an orgasm, become so aroused while giving him um, oral sex, they can be having, wow. you know, a lot of fun. And um, the other thing that I, um, the other reason I, I wrote these books, actually, um, what I discovered during writing them was that, um, you know, we hear a lot about talk about um, sexes in the brain. Well, it really, really is. And when I talk about the 52 different um, ways to give a blowjob, a lot of it is, um, anticip- building the anticipation and getting excited about it and, you know, making it an event. Um, okay. And so the person giving the BJ is really like, you know, kind of like coordinating an event. And I give um, and um, scenarios. So there, you mentioned the, the stripper, the stripper BJ. So the woman is... Um, you know, uh, like there's some role playing, and so to be able to get about excited about sex, and so one of the things that I I realized that really, really, really hit home for me is that when talking to women and doing the research and doing the surveys, is that um, you know both men and women they really like the anticipation, um, they really like giving, and um, they um, enjoyed um, the um, thinking about the scenarios in their mind and the fantasies in their mind. And once they can get a thought, um, they could get so aroused that anything that you do from that point on is really is really easy. So you can hardly mess up. As soon as you get the person aroused in their mind, um, mm. the body is very responsive because the mind and the body are connected. You cannot, you know not have the mind and body connected. So when pe- and people know this because, like, when they're self-pleasuring themselves, and a.k.a. masturbating, um, mm-hmm. any single thought can take somebody over the edge. Any single thought can give a man a hard-on. So um, we know this is true about both men and women. So a lot of these scenarios not only have unique skills, which I'd love to talk to you more about, um, but they also about how to arouse a man Emotionally. Hmm. And to well, teach a woman how to get excited about it, so she wants to do it. You know, there's a lot of complaints about, oh, you know, I don't like to swallow, I don't like to deep throat. Well, I have, I have um, suggestions in the book on how to do that all. Well, let's go back to a point that you uh, alluded to earlier about the man mm-hmm. receiving, and it's a gift. Would you say that if he's in a relationship where the woman is, let's say, making a little more money than him, and she has a domineering personality, that would be a very pleasurable situation. But it seems to me that if if he's 
wanting this gift and not getting it because this woman is taking on more of, uh, let's say, a man's responsibility if she's making more money and uh, she has a higher-paying job, would you then think that that would cause some friction in the relationship where he doesn't want to, as you said, have that difficult conversation where she, that giving oh. a gift is being somewhat of a, a, a submissive type act for her, and he doesn't want to have that conversation. Would you have you ever experienced that in some of your therapy with uh, couples? I never attract somebody. I don't attract clients like that. I, I, I just I I, I think um, what you're saying is that the woman is um, having a problem because she's making more money than him. And um, she has a you know a domineering personality, and so because she is has a domineering personality and she's making a lot of money, um, then he could go off and cheat, and that's okay, and that's her fault. Um, but I don't even no, I don't think that way. I think that you know, um, sex is really important, and if you know if um, Sex is really important, and I don't think people talk about it enough before they commit. If they're not the kind of person that commits, they shouldn't be committed. If 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 any kind of cheating for any reason is an option, then why would you commit? Why would you why would you do that? And so I I think that we need to go backwards and 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 talk about and take a good look at you know what kind of um, person cheats. I think that. Um, you know, I think there's a lot of potential when you have sex with somebody. There's um, something called a sexual response cycle. And, and in resolution, we all know the feeling like after we climax or orgasm, it's just a state of bliss. And um, two people are really connected. That is an opportunity. Sex is an opportunity to connect. So I, I stay away from telling women or even men that they need to do something and have sex so they keep away the competition or they, you know, make their relationship safe. I think that the best way to keep a relationship safe is to have really great communication and having those difficult conversations and saying what you want and saying what you need. And sometimes it's not a good match. Sometimes mm. you, you don't you don't want a, a woman that's going to make more than you, um, or that's going to be, you know, domineering in the a relationship. Well, she can go out and find somebody who, you know, wants that. Somebody who's maybe more, a little bit more feminine, or maybe who wants to be taken care of, or you know, maybe who's just very supportive of that role. And there are men out there like that. We're like, you know, you go. I'm so proud of you. I'm so, I'm so happy for you. You be all that you can be. Um, and I and you know I don't care if you make more money than you. Good, that's more for us. You know, <laughs> good for you. So there's all kinds of different men and different women out there. Um, I think that we'd be better served to talk about, you know, what we want and what we don't, what we like and what we don't like. And if we think that there's a possibility, or if you think that there's a possibility that your partner might cheat, I'd say stay away. And then if you do, if you do, if you know, sense that, then you're asking for some drama, <laughs> you know, exactly. uh, and that's before the commitment. But if, if the, you know, so it's, it all depends on what people want. Um, and that's what I, I, I believe. And you can't make anybody do 
what you don't want them to do. And appearing by fear, I don't think that's the real way um, to get and receive what you really, really, truly want in um, a love relationship. Well, I I brought that up, and I want to talk about that a little bit more after we take a music break uh, about these uh, relationships where the man, you know, is having this difficult is is having this inability to have this difficult conversation, which is causing him to do something else because he's in a relationship with a woman that he's putting up as a trophy wife or I just want her as the wife, the mother uh, image, and then he does something else. And, and what you're talking about is if we have this communication, which I talk about all the time, communication yeah. is the key along with compromise and commitment, but the communication when you're, you're, you want a woman for a specific role, and she doesn't understand that's why he chose her. I want to talk about that a little further when we come back from our music break to kind of allude to <laughs> why this sexual dysfunction is happening. <laughs> right on. <laughs> I look forward to it. All right. Hold on, uh, Dr. Sonia. And for those of you, I'm going to open up the phone lines as well. The telephone number is 347 347- Five three nine fifty seven twenty nine. If you have a comment or a question, I see some people on the line now. We're going to do that when we come back. But right now, all right, Tony, you can roll with the music as we're getting with this one. Miss Jennifer Hudson here inside the Love Zone USA. Act like a man.
and it's so expensive. Versace linen got these women blowing kisses. Leaning on my auto, she's so photogenic. Can I take a picture? She my Mona Lisa. Living like a princess in a fairy tale. You know them people up in Barney show and tell. Bitchy backing out of Neiman, seen a ponytail. Five carry yellow diamond, you don't know me well. Penthouse at the trunk, sit on Collins Ave. She called an attitude, I had to call a cab. You don't understand this altitude, I'm ballin' at. I'm at the game on the wood, where the owner's at.
That's SWV in downtown here inside the Love Zone USA. And for those of you who would like to uh, get with our hip-hop and today's R&B channel that we're going to be opening up very soon in the fall, want you to go to our Facebook page, www.facebook.com backslash the Love Zone USA, and you'll see a link there where we're looking for a national talent search for hip-hop and today's R&B announcers, DJs. If you feel you got the personality, uh, you'll get all the instructions on how to audition. Just click on the link, and it'll take you there. We'll eventually put that up on our homepage at the Love Zone USA. And don't forget, we got some shows coming up for you. For those of you who are, are wondering about the mistress, the other woman, we have that show coming up along with Raul Felder, the uh, world-famous divorce celebrity attorney. He's going to be here in a few weeks uh, to talk about divorce. So if you don't get your sex thing right tonight and the mistress takes your man and that ruins your marriage, then we'll take care of you on the back end with uh, Raul Felder, who is a divorce attorney. He'll be here. So all you have to do is keep it here inside the Love Zone USA. And tonight, our guest is Dr. Sonia, who's a sexologist, and we're talking all about sex tonight. Speaking of which, we're going to get into uh, the swallowing and the deep throat and some of the things that women don't do that uh, could cause, you know, the man to not want to have that difficult conversation and look outside the relationship, which he shouldn't do. He should have that communication. But you have so many of these uh I guess blowjobs or BJs, blowjobs, whatever you want to call them, uh, in your book that um, I got intrigued by a few of them. And before I get to the threesome, <laughs> which uh, really, really just uh, kind of brought up visions of things, uh, let's start with <laughs> the um, the perfect stranger. Now, I'm thinking that would be something that, could uh, lead into a man, you know, naturally, that's what he does with a perfect stranger. How do you do that with someone who isn't a perfect stranger, your woman? Uh, why don't you explain that one, Dr. Sonia? Okay. So um, the perfect stranger, can you tell little readers a little bit about what the perfect stranger is? Or the listeners? The perfect stranger is um, it's a scenario. The, the book is set up with scenarios. And so um, it, it's set up so that um, you, you are seeing your, your partner as a stranger for the first time. And you're doing a hookup. A lot of times in a relationship, things might get, you know, a little bit old or you might find that you're doing the same thing over and over. You're on a routine. That's mm. normal and natural. Even when, you know what's interesting, Mike, is that um, when people are, um, they did some research and they found that um, when people self-pleasure themselves, they use the same, they have the same masturbation patterns um, their entire lives, unless they consciously choose to change them. So it's no surprise that couples will have the same, you know, the same kind of way that they make love or have sex their entire lives. Mm. And that's and the word sex, meanings are in people and not in words. So that's really, really important um, um, to talk about. And I want to talk a little bit more about that later because you had alluded to that before we went on a music break. Um, 
But that's one place to start with communication is identifying what sex means to you. What does love mean to you? Because what sex means to one person is totally different um, than what it can mean to another person. And that's how misunderstandings can happen. You know, oh, I think extramarital affairs are fine. I think they're they're not okay ever. So um, anyways, you talk about that. So when we are using the perfect stranger or any of these scenarios, um, but the perfect stranger in particular, you're seeing your partner for the very first time, and you're letting yourself see them in a different light. Uh, And maybe you notice something about them that you didn't notice before. And so maybe the woman, you guys will... um, you know, you'll go out for drinks um, or out to dinner, and then um, she'll go out. Um, maybe she'll go to the bathroom or whatever, and come to come back to see him, and she'll pretend like she's a total stranger. Most people have done this at some time, and what's really interesting what happens when you do this is that you see your lover in different eyes, and um, so maybe um, so because you're seeing them from with different set of eyes as a, a total stranger, um, and you're able to see them with freshness. And um, maybe you start to feel a little bit more sexy. Um, that's what the suggestion is in the book. Um, so um, that's the idea of the perfect stranger. And all of the scenarios have instances where you get out of your comfort zone and you do something a little bit different. You take a little bit of a risk. And there's value in that. Um have you ever have you ever heard anything about you know like getting out of your comfort zone and the growth that could happen when you get out of your comfort zone? Right. Well, sex is the same way. You know, um, whenever you do these techniques and do these scenarios, um, it might feel a little bit strange or a little bit different. Um, but a lot of times, what can happen in that um, exploration is um, when we go with it, where a couple things can happen is we can go grow closer to the person because we're taking this risk and we're growing together. There's a lot of people that do couples retreats or, you know, um, get out of their comfort zone by repelling off of a mountain or whatever. You don't really even need to do that. Just do something different in your life. You can start with any one of these 52 different scenarios. And, um, you know, I open the book and I look at the pictures and, um, you know, she's – there's different ways and techniques to go about it in, a, in addition to the scenario. and um, But she's really arousing him emotionally in mm-hmm. this. And so she is, um, you know, she's the perfect stranger. She really wants sex. And um, she's a stranger to him. He's a stranger to her. And so they're going to be doing sex differently. They're going to be doing stuff like, like, stuff like strangers. And, of course, she's performing oral sex on him. All right. Now, now I noticed in the book you do have these pictures, and and I, I, we're going to talk about the book and how people can get it a little later because we still have time. But this one page that I'm on right now, it's it's it has a diagram. It's almost descriptive, and it and it, it I guess this would say this is I'm looking at it here. It says frenulum and corona. So it's for our audience just so they get an idea. It seems like you've uh, described this along with the pictures to, I guess, give a lesson. And and why don't you uh, tell our audience what what I'm looking at right now when we're looking at the (laughs) frenulum and the corona. And so they get an idea that these words are associated with a picture. 
in this chapter to, to that they know they're getting a book that's very descriptive. Yes, um, they're getting a book that's very descriptive, and we identify the, the parts of the uh, male anatomy and um, even talk about somebody's sexual response cycle. There's a lot of information. Like, you know, you open up the pictures, a lot of times people will be like, oh, you know, did that. But once you really read it, um, yeah. there's um, really good content in here. And um, I tend to use... Um, you know, a street language, but I also use technical terms. And so there's always an explanation of um, frenulum and, and corona and what and what these what these terms mean. And so you'll get, um, you, you know, the, the pictures um, described, you know, like plum and pinky and a tight grass, and then there's arrows pointing up and down, and then you'll see her tongue, you know, on his penis. So it's it's pretty, um, with, the, with the photographs, we can't be that, um, we can't be that um, graphic, but with the sketches and the drawings, we can be. Right, I see. I see. We could be very specific, but like the limitations of the, the pictures are really meant to arouse, which is very gotcha. important. Yeah. You know? gotcha. So, for our audience, I just want to let you know that if you have, if you're out there and you're thinking this book is a lot of uh, terminology that you won't understand, or that if you are going to attempt to try some new uh, positions and attempt to do something new, it is very descriptive. Let me tell you, I'm looking at the book as we're speaking, and I've, I've gone through it today, and I can tell you that, ladies, if you want to try something new, uh, some of these things while I'm talking to the doctor, uh, I can assure you, I can assure you, there's going to be some change in your relationship. <laughs> so to the title uh, of, of the book, Oral Sex, He'll Never Forget, I'm about to endorse that as I'm going through this. But uh, we, we want to talk about a little bit more of, 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 of this because, uh, I, like I said, I want to get to the swallow and the deep throat. But here's here's a piece that I think, would would grab would set anyone back who's going to look at the book and thumb through the chapters and I want to get your insight on this the threesome blowjob technique and how 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 would you set that up doctor okay well anybody you know with these with these scenarios anyone you could set it up any way you want but okay. the whole idea is that you um instead you could agree that you know I really you know share your ideas about threesomes like you, if you don't really believe in threesomes, you want to say that and agree that this is just fantasy, you know um by the way i i i I really don't um enjoy threesomes, but I like the fantasy, and a lot mm. of people do. They like the idea or the fantasy, but they don't really want to do it, and that's okay. So, um, but it's probably a good thing that you, you know, you share that with your partner because, um, you know, they might um, think that, oh, you're, she's okay with it, she's cool with it, or he's okay with it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, so here's just another opportunity to talk. So if you open up any of these pages, there's tons of opportunity, and if you're feeling like the slight discomfort 
there's, you know, there's an opportunity to talk about it and, um, if nothing else, share your position with your partner and become closer. So the threesome, um, the way it's set up in the book, um, you uh, you could, like in the, in the way that I did it in this book is that the, the publishers and I agreed that this wasn't this was going to be a lot of fantasy and something that couples can do, you know, between themselves to enhance their relationship. So she's um, I believe she's under the desk. And she's giving him a BJ, and he's um, talking to a sex phone operator or something like that. And, um, you know, mm-hmm. he's getting off. And so they're having, like, a virtual um, threesome. Um, so that's what oh, that okay. scenario is about. But it could be done just between you and your partner where, um, you know, um, oh, and there's another one in there where, she comes in and um, she blindfolds him. Uh, so she blindfolds him and, um, you know, she sets him up as him and, you know, she touches him the way she usually does but not to climax. And then she says, oh, you know, I'll be right back. Um, I'm going to come back in a little bit later, but in the meantime, I have somebody else coming in here. And so she comes in, she goes, and she changes her sweater. She wears some different perfume, and she does a technique that she doesn't usually do. And um, so she goes into maybe she's wearing, like, um, you know, a cashmere sweater or something that she doesn't usually. So she's she's, um, she's uh, seducing him. He's still blindfolded, and maybe she's not talking because, you know, that'll ruin the fantasy. So she's touching him in a different way. She's coming in and approaching him on a different side and a different angle. Um, and she has a different kind of perfume. So it's kind of like letting him have the fantasy. Hello, your girlfriend's gone. <laughs> and I'm here for you now. And so it's all about fantasy. Remember I told you earlier we talked about it that um, what, uh, what we've really discovered is that, you know, well, through sex researchers knew that sex is in the brain. And one of the things that um, became very clear to me in doing the surveys and the research is that um, it really starts in the mind and with the imagination, and we can do whatever we want with the imagination. So, so Doctor, having these sex conversations, two people are now dating, and let me set the scenario up as best I can uh, so our audience can understand it and you can understand it as well. Two people are now dating. The gentleman has, let's say, more freakier sides than the woman he's dating, but he's very attracted to her. And let's say some of these scenarios you're talking about, he's done before. Mm-hmm. Somewhere as they're dating in the early stages, sex becomes a conversation, and she, he's feeling out her, she's feeling out him, and he throws out what we call the trial balloon of one of these scenarios. And she's adamantly against it, but it's something he really loves, okay? He, he is, and this is a newly dating relationship where, let's say, they've had sex maybe, but then he brings up this trial balloon of wanting to take it to another level, and she's adamantly uh-huh. against it. And he knows if he brings this up again, this is a brick wall. This is not going to go well. Uh, he doesn't feel like he feels like he's going to be in, in Congress or the House of Representatives. That this is going to be a dissertation. To get 
So he backs off, and now he's labeled this as what you said earlier. This is a difficult conversation yeah. that he does not want to have with her. But now he's saying, well, if I can't get this need met through her, I like everything else about her. She's great, da da da, with the family. I've introduced her, da da da. They've gone maybe, you know, a little further. But now, this one little thing that he likes, he's brought it up in a trial balloon situation, and she's like burst the balloon before it got, got off square one. So he's mm-hmm. kind of never bringing it up again. Yeah. So now, this is that difficult conversation that we talked about. This you is talked that about difficult conversation. Good example. So now, so, how how would how would you? And she doesn't realize this is that trial balloon that he was floating. That this is something he really likes. So how would you suggest to our audience to bridge that 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 brick wall to get that difficult conversation? Because he knows it's going to be disastrous, and that's why he doesn't want to approach it. Mm-hmm. Well, so he's. He doesn't want to do the difficult conversation. It's going to be disastrous, and that's why he doesn't want to approach her. Right. So he could choose, you know, he could have this unmet need, (laughs) or he could have (laughs) the difficult conversation. Which one is, you know, more scary? He's already thinking it's going to be a a disastrous um, communication. Uh, What I would suggest, um, you know, look for ways to talk about it. It, and if if you're if he's not comfortable with just saying you know I really like this, see the problem is we have trouble talking about what we want, what we like, and what we don't like sexually. Right. Right. And that there's it's a normal, natural thing. Having sex is normal. We wouldn't all be here if we didn't. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> didn't have sex, right? So um, and we all have tastes and preferences. Um, but the problems occur when um, you know when we're we're not expressing it. So I have something in the book, in the back of the book, which I think it should be in the front. It's called um, the Yes No Maybe list, and this is something that could be done in an early relationship. You know, even maybe like you know the second date before you have sex. And, Would you repeat um, that, Doctor? Uh, what was that again? This could be done early in the relationship, maybe the second date. It doesn't okay. matter. It okay. could be done in a 20-year relationship. You about your lover, um, you know, and, and, and where they stand. So there's a list. Um, there's two pages um, of of things. Here, like, so food play on the body, um, sex, sensual massage, kissing and hugging, anal sex, um, rubbing, phone sex. You know, there and the list goes on and on. Threesomes, probing, fingering. You know, there's any, and you could even add to the list, right? But there's yes, no, maybe near each one. So imagine if you're um, at dinner with your, um, you know, your partner. You, you think you're going to be having sex, or you've already had sex, and you're still kind of early in the relationship. Right. Yes, no, or maybe. Would is this something that you would like to do? Yes. Is this something that you would like to do ever? No. Is this something you would like to do? Maybe. So, the, you know, there's the possibility of what maybe. Uh, no is no, you know. Uh, so mm-hmm. there you get your answers, and there's opportunity to talk about it. Um, there's, you know, a man has that, or a man or a woman has that option, you know. And I think sex is really important. And um, somebody had asked me in another interview, you know, they used the example 
um, this couple's getting married. Um, he really enjoys oral sex, but she doesn't want to do it. And right. he's, he's honest about it, you know, because there's a lot of times when people get together and she's all about giving him oral, and then after they get married, it's like Christmas <laughs> goes, right? Little so, um, right? So it's, it's it's cool to talk about it. It, it sets you up for success. So, um, you know, there's a, uh, if, if he did go and have that conversation, he could just say something like, you know, I really, really um, like to suck on a woman's toes when I am about to come. I don't know. I'm kind of, mm-hmm. you know, right, making right. this up. And, um, and, and, you know, it's something that I really, it's really a part of, you know, my sexuality, how you feel about it. There's, uh, there's so many ways that you can bring that up, you know. He could, um, you know, watch some fantasy and say, you know, I, this is really important to me, or, you know, I can't, I can't be in a relationship without it, or, you know. Uh, so the important thing is really identifying how important it is for him. He needs to identify how important it is for him. Can he live without it? And if he can, then great. If he feels like down, you know, the line, two years, twenty years, that. He's gonna he's gonna have to um, you know be seeing a a prostitute to get that need met. Then that's probably not the best way to set up the situation when it could have been handled with a conversation before. Or you know, um, I mean, there's 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 many different options. All Does right. that kind of answer the question? Yeah, and when I, when we come back and uh, uh, we're going to close in just a bit, I want to take a music break. Um, I want to get to, uh, I guess, uh, the deep throat and the, and the swallowing, as well as we're going to talk about how they can get your book and how they can contact you. Um, so we're going to do all that when we return and uh, talk a little bit more about sex here inside the Love Zone USA. Okay, Dr. All right. All right, we're going to come with some more music right about now. As we continue, ladies, this one's for you. If he won't do it, just ask him to do me. (laughs) Here inside the Love Zone USA with our good doctor, Dr. Sonia.
Zone USA, where you can listen to your heart as we live and learn.
That's what we're trying to do this evening, ladies and gentlemen. We're trying to help you make your love last forever. By just giving you some insight and some tips, uh, maybe we can uh, help that along so it doesn't get boring and it stays interesting. As I bring back my guest, Dr. Sonia, Dr. Sonia, before we go, well, why don't you tell our audience um, as we close out uh, about this deep throat and swallowing, which I know many women have difficulty with or don't like to do. So if this is something that might be hindering their relationship, uh, do you have any tips for those two areas? Uh, sure. Well, um, there's I, I list three different types of deep, deep throat. Um, one of them is called the easy deep throat, um, where she lays on her back and um, on, like, let's say, a mattress and hangs her head over <laughs> the edge of the mattress. Um, and then he comes in and um, uh, he's on his knees or he lowers himself down so that, you know, his penis goes into her mouth. And so this bypasses the gag reflex. Um, it, flat, it flattens her tongue and creates a smooth line um, from her lips down to her throat. So that's the easy deep throat. Um, so it just totally bypasses the gag reflex. For, um, but her head is off the side of the mattress. Um, the other one is the deep throat BJ. And that one, with that one, what you're doing is you're training your um, gag reflexes. So um, you're training your gag reflexes to um, to gradually accept something going towards the back of your throat, which is doable, and I explain okay. how to do that. And then um, one of my favorites um, that it's really the girl's secret is called the shallow throat DJ. So he gets the sensation of going deep in her throat um, and the fantasy of it, but she's actually pushing the back of her tongue up to the roof of her mouth, so she totally bypasses the gag reflex. And what he feels is um, his penis um, hitting her um, tongue, the back of her tongue, and the roof of her mouth. Oh. And she uses her hand um, in conjunction with her mouth. And I, I teach women in the book how to use your fingers, your hands, your mouth, suction, your tongue, all of it's included in every one of the BJs to give a, a world-class BJ. Um, so with the shallow throat BJ, he just has the fantasy, and he it feels like he's in the back of her throat. Okay. Okay. Right. And then, yeah, and then um, with swallowing, um, there's just some, um, there's some more tips about swallowing. You know, some women like to swallow, some women don't, and they're for different reasons. But usually men say that they feel accepted, you know, completely accepted by a woman when she can swallow. Um, mm -hmm. And so there's a way to almost swallow too. But the important thing is to not, like, you know, say, ooh, or, <laughs> or spit it out or, or pull away. Um, that's probably one of the most important things. That what I usually tell women um, one of the things that they can do right away is that um, it's just kind of like let it fall, it, it be in and out of your mouth, and use it as part of lube while you're giving the BJ. Um, because, what, you know, while you're giving BJ, you're always going to have lube. You need lube when giving a really great BJ. Um, and so you could use the, the semen 
and incorporate it in, in part of the play. That's another one. And um, also there's positions. That position that I shared with the, the deep throat is also good because um, the, the tasting points, you're bypassing the tasting points on the tongue. Mm-hmm. So it, he can just shoot to the back of the throat. And then um, for the woman who doesn't like the taste of a man, you know, obviously right. there's, there's, there's like menthol mints, which actually adds a nice sensation um, um, to the penis, too. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So now for those who are, I guess, uh, Oral sex BJ 101, where they are going to gag, they are going to spit up, they are going to make these uh, mistakes in the beginning where he may, again, pull back. It causes some wall in the relationship where he doesn't want to have that difficult conversation again to reapproach that. Would you advise our audience that it's okay if you are in the 101 phase of it and that you want to... You, you have to have some communication to keep pursuing this, just like your first time at 16 having sex when it was awkward? Or would you, <laughs> how, how would you advise them to get past those awkward positions when, you know, it it comes where they want to reapproach it? Yeah, you know, I think anytime you're having a new relationship or you're starting, you know, um, an act for the first time, like let's say, you know, you've been doing oral sex and then, all of a sudden, you're starting to do intercourse with a new partner. It's always going to take. There's always going to be a little bit of adjustment period. I think the best thing to do is approach it with good lightness and fun. You know, stay away from the idea that you have to perform, um, and, and that you have to perform, or you, you know, you have to do anything. Like really be in the moment. Um, my other suggestion um, would be to, you know, just really have fun with it and, and play with it and, and to keep practicing, you know. Um, no athletes gets really good at what they at their sport <laughs> unless they practice. And that's the same way. And it's even worse because there's no, you know, we don't have classes growing up to school on, on uh, you know, how to do sex. Right. So, you know, there's there's no classes like that. We're just expected to know all this stuff. And then we get our information from these really strange places. Um, so, um, so, you know, the best thing is just to do, have really great communication, be open to talking about things, and be a good listener, and have fun with it. Be light and, um, you know, and, and, and not um, be attached. I remember when I first started um, – to give um, BJ's and, and to do the deep throat, I would always find myself gagging, and and so I came up with you know, and he would always pull back and go, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I'm sorry, and I'm and I was just like, oh, party till you puke, you know, <laughs> you just keep going, and you just you know, you just have fun with it, and you you get it, you start to notice you know how your body's responding, and when that that you know. That they might feel that little something in your stomach or or something like that, and you just change and you you use your hand instead of your mouth. Um, you use your tongue instead of you know trying to go deep throat. So it's not deep throat the whole time. It's using all of your hands, your fingers, your suction, your tongue. It's using all of that to give him a really great experience. And maybe like ten percent of the time it's deep throat. Right, Usually right. the end. <laughs> right. Well, Doctor, uh, 
it's been a pleasure talking to you and to close out our show. I was wondering if you tell people how to get your book and your website and how they can get in contact with you. Great. You can um, go to the Happy Ending com- the Happy Endings Company dot com. Um, spelled out. Um, um, and you can go to the website and you can order the books from there. And you can also um, send me an email to Dr. Sonia, Dr. Sonia at the Happy Ending Company dot com. Dr. Sonia, I'd love to have you back when we talk about uh, your other books because you have some great insight and some great titles on those books, and I uh, would love to have you back here inside the Love Zone. Great. Thanks. It'll be great. Well, I hope you'll you'll join us, definitely. Okay. Thank All you. All right, Dr. Bye. Sonia. Thank you so much. On that note, as I always say in closing, I've enjoyed your company. I hope you've enjoyed mine. For those of you who did, I'll see you another time, whatever you do. Do it with two. It's more fun than one. And so that you have a very uh, loving and lasting relationship, always make your relationships a little juicy. And we're going to leave you with him to me. And a little bit of juicy food. Here is five, the Love Zone USA. See you next week.
Eliara of Elfgard than my elven magic. Just as there's more to Geico than saving you money, Geico also gives you 24-7 access to licensed agents online, on the phone, or on the Geico app. And while I am a mighty elf queen, I am also a mighty big fan of barbecue potato chips. Minions! More smoky mesquite. Geico. Expect great savings and a whole lot more. You've reached the Holiday Helpline. We turn the holidays into Holliers. Help. My family's decked the halls with boughs of holly, but our cozy clothes aren't very jolly. Just go to Old Navy. Old Navy? Yep, the entire store's up to 60% off, plus all sleepwear and all sweaters are on sale. Up to 60% off the entire store? Fa-la-la. Sleepwear starts at just 7 bucks for adults, 8 bucks for kids, with sweaters from 10 bucks for adults, 8 bucks for kids at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Tis the season to go to Old Navy. Turn your holiday into a Hollier. Get to Old Navy today. Valid 12, 13, and 12, 19. Exclude in-store clearance, gift cards, registered lane, items, jewelry today only, and two-day only deals.